In a time where startups are booming and entrepreneurship is at a peak, we have a service that will help elevate any business. Univercoal provides graphic design services that can take your business to the next level. These services include customized logos, business cards, brochures, flyers, and documents such as letterhead to help you distinguish your brand identity. We know a lot of you are like our founder, Justin, and are starting your businesses from scratch. So we also offer brand identity packages that can include your logo design, business cards, a digital promotional flyer, customized documents, announcements, and more. We understand what it's like to start from scratch and can meet you where you are in your business. Email info at univercole.design, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E, for a consultation and view the Univercole portfolio on Instagram and Facebook at Univercole, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E. And now back to the Cole Logic Podcast. Back to the CoLogic podcast. <clears throat> um, this time it's a different. This is my first outside interview, uh, so I hope everybody can hear everything I'm saying and the music. Also, uh, uh, this is—I said this is my first outside interview. This is my first interview, really, because I really just been having conversations with friends and stuff. But I wanted to talk to somebody that I met uh, through my job working uh i deliver truck deliver chicken and whatever and he's one of the customers for his business or whatever so without further ado i'll let y'all introduce y'all to kwame hey everybody i'm kwame i'm the owner of chicken fire soulful hot chicken yes sir and it's really soulful and it's really hot (laughs) yeah we don't mess around when it comes to the heat yeah so like I said, I met Kwame uh, delivering the product to him. And uh, of course he extended uh, for me to try. And when through that I learned that he just opened last October. So it's uh, been pretty fast for him. So we just gonna interview him, get some information, see how it's been going for him, and see where he wanna go from there. 100%. All right, so with that said, I'm gonna, uh, Go get a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
we back. Like I said, I wanted to get some questions out of them because I'm interested in starting a business. Although it's not uh, in the food industry, I'm pretty sure you can give me a little pointer or whatever or how you started. So uh, let's get into that. What, well, actually, what were you doing before this? <laughs> That's a good question. So I actually have a, a mixed background. I have a background in you know, restaurants and also have a background in like business corporate world. I have an MBA and a master of science and management. So most recently, uh, before I started Chicken Fire, we went back to the corporate world and I kind of just go into a Chicken Fire for, for us. We started off the back of several failures from before, especially even in the restaurant um, business. Had a partnership before and, you know, just to say a little bit about that, it didn't end very well. Kind of lost a lot from that, kind of had to retool and start over. And the wife was really wanting me to get back into what makes me happy, what how I uh, present my best self, and that is in the food and in the, in the hospitality industry. And so, had you know a couple different more deals on the table to start something small before Chicken Fire. Mm-hmm. Every time we got close to signing a deal, just went haywire right at the end, just completely went ghost on the other end in terms of signing. And so, almost gave up. Found a little trailer out on Craigslist, way out in Pinellas Park, Florida was able to talk the guy down because we found this thing it was in horrible horrible condition uh, somehow it was still licensed but it was in horrible condition and by bad condition i mean when we found it the walls we thought were painted like gray black and when we cleaned it up it was pure white wow. and so <laughs> this uh this thing wow. was it was a mess the, and for anyone that doesn't know a whole lot about food you have to have when you're especially when you're frying something you have to have a great hood system to ventilate all that uh, all the grease laden vapors yeah. out this thing had the hood system that was equated to a bathroom ventilator Wow. And so it wasn't sucking much out of there. Yeah, so we had to do a lot to <laughs> fix it up. We had to do a whole heck of a lot to fix it up. Got it back to working condition. Um, kind of started our, had our concept already in mind, had what we wanted to do set out. Got out on the road doing a couple pop-ups here and there around the Orlando area back in October is when we got officially started up and then kind of made a home for a while here at a la carte in Orlando, which is a little food truck park. Right, right. Okay, so... And it's a lot of things you said now. I can go a different direction. So, let me see. Uh, with the wife, because right now I'm having trouble convincing uh, my girlfriend to, or not convincing, just being influential in the process of like being more business oriented, mm-hmm. not so much working in uh, corporate environments mm-hmm. or working for people, period. So, uh, I guess I would say, like, what. Because uh, you say your wife kind of motivated you to get back into what you wanted to right. do versus what you were doing. So right. what what kind of things were she telling you to So I think the biggest thing, and we've been together for, you know, for years now, you know, married for years, and then we were together for a year before that. Uh-huh. So the biggest thing is that she, at that time, had seen the difference in person that I was working in the corporate environment, kind of going and logging in the nine to five. The most recent job that I had um, was working out of Maitland, Florida, so not far here in Orlando. And it was just really, literally a nine to five um, customer care tech support type thing. And she saw that person that was that, you know, the Kwame that was in that environment and then the Kwame that was in the previous business environments, even though, you know, the ventures ended poorly, the venture ended poorly, when I had my energy going, when I was into it, I was completely different, like all around. And so that was the best version of me. And so also, you know, it's not so much about convincing corporate rather than business about convincing, you know, 
where am I going to be the best me? And if I'm the best me all around, you're also going to be the best you at home too. That's and true. so it's also seeing how you can, you know, be the best partner. And then also for them, understanding it takes time to understand how, if you know, for example, if your girlfriend's not into the business thing, you're not really into that, or she's got other things interested, understanding how she can be a best support to you, and you also can support her simultaneously while you're pursuing your business interests and, uh, you know, making sure, because you also have to make sure that at all times you take care of the home front, which is why I went back after that business venture had failed and the partnership ended badly, went back into the corporate world because at the end of the day, there is a family to provide for and that has right. to come first and foremost. So whether it was a great business idea or not, you have to make sure that you have your home base settled. And that's why I'd always urge anybody else to be careful not to just jump into something head first without kind of testing the waters, without having some experience because you can fail. Right. You can feel hard from that past partnership. We did, you know, I did fail hard in terms of that partnership ending badly. And so had I not been able to fall back into something, fall back into a career, you know, life would have been a lot different. Right. That's true. Okay. And then you said uh, about your the concept. So how'd you uh, start with the concept, Chicken Fire? Yeah. <laughs> so we wanted especially to do something. Especially not being in Tennessee. Right. Especially not being <laughs> in Tennessee and not from Tennessee. So yeah. all hot chicken, you know, natural hot chicken, any types of chicken, all great fried, all great hot chicken has to have a great base fried chicken. And that's something I've been making for years. My family has made for years and something I've honed in on the recipe on. Mm-hmm. I'm not a professionally, classically trained chef, but in terms of what you need, the credentials that you need to really be able to come up with some good things. I was trained to cook, you know, a lot from my grandmother when I grew up. Uh-huh. And she's a very Southern woman, born and raised in Alabama. She moves up north to find better opportunities, better job opportunities, provide for her six children. And so for me, I grew up a lot with her. My mom was a single mom. She worked two, three jobs all my entire life. And so I spent a lot of evenings and weekends with my grandmother. And so she was that epitome of Southern hospitality. So I right. absorbed all of that from her about, you know, just crazy things that you would put on to make people feel a certain way. And then how you, when you're in the kitchen, how you have, you know, full control of that kitchen, you make sure you're doing everything with the guiding of all your five senses, touch, taste, smell, sense, hearing, you know, make sure everything is right. And that's how I based my cooking foundation was off that same foundation I got from her, mm-hmm. was making sure it tastes right, feels right, sounds right, looks right, and presents right to people when they uh, get it. And that's something that makes them feel better than when they first came into your presence. Because that's all that Southern hospitality is really about, making people feel better when they come into your presence than before they came. Yeah. And so absorbed all that, Chicken Fire really is just the vehicle to communicate our hospitality standards. I feel like in this industry, which is the hospitality industry for food, that the hospitality art and aspect of it has kind of been removed mm-hmm. and things have become more focused on transactions and technology, which I feel all that's important and has a place, but we're too transactional and not personal enough. And I feel like that yeah. human connection is important and I feel like it's important to communicate that. So that's why we call it soulful hot chicken instead of natural hot chicken, True. because soulful for how we define it is the pinpoint where passion meets purpose. Passion is that background of Southern hospitality. Hospitality, our love, creativity, the energy, the good vibes that we want to put out, how we want to make people feel. And that purpose part is that we want to set that standard for hospitality in this industry. We want to become known as the place that you go to to, be, to feel a great way after you have a meal, not just go somewhere to eat and have, okay, yeah, that's a good value or whatever the case is. That's all great, but I want you to feel a certain way after coming into contact with us. So we always get our, anyone who comes into contact with us, we get their name. We want to address you by your name at all times. We want to try and remember what you like as much as possible. We want to have a bit of a conversation with you, get to know how you're doing, how, you know, how everything is for you, you know, what you're interested in on the menu and how we can talk through you about that. And yes, it takes a little bit longer for our service times, but we feel that it's more impactful instead of just, you know, okay, you want the number nine, I'm going to get you your ticket number 58 you know boom 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 I want to get to know you I want to say hey Justin okay got you a hot box you want what kind of heat are you feeling my 
fire you guys like spice you like a lot of heat oh you don't like anything okay let's go soulful then for you and then get you exactly what you want deliver it to you how you want and so that way you know maybe you'll come back or tell somebody about it yeah i definitely felt that even from delivering because right. <laughs> you was like bro you gotta you gotta come and you was, you met me like most of the other stops i go to they don't care about knowing my name but like i said you met me you shook my hand made sure you know why I, I should be coming to you basically but also i deliver to other places that are like uh they're not personal businesses for people mm-hmm. so like you said when you work with somebody else you don't have that same passion 100 percent, and that's exactly that's why i said this is the vehicle to communicate how we want to have the hospitality because and and why we wanted to do this like this because when you're working with other people maybe they don't share those same values maybe they don't think that's important and on paper it doesn't make sense for me to spend time talking to every customer it doesn't make sense for any of our team to spend time talking to every person because it makes on paper it makes more sense from a business sense to right go ahead and get that customer out get you the next one as fast as you can and get orders out as fast as you can but in the long run to me it makes sense even if it's off paper that you know maybe y'all told somebody else like you came back one night with your girlfriend and got food that's to me the biggest mark of our success when people come back when people tell other people about it we have all the time that people bring friends people bring people from out of town all the way to come tries we've had people all the way from the uk come tries we've had people bring people from japan mm-hmm. most recently to come try us so yeah. it's really um really special i believe what we're trying to create what we're trying to do and we have really high standards for ourselves and what we want and we're never going to slack on that true true okay and then i want to ask dang it was just in my head but i was listening i wanted to ask um oh yeah like what did you like what did you do to start like did you say you did a startup with a person and it failed a couple people uh, yeah. a couple people mm-hmm. failed did you uh, go through like a mentorship process or did you go with uh like you just started with friends and tried it that way or just random person like how'd you get the the legs to keep starting <clears throat> so it's I guess it's a lot of things. So for me, I've always, even since I was a kid, had a passion for business and entrepreneurship and also a passion for, you know, food and restaurants and and cooking and things like that. Mm -hmm. So this is the combination of those passions. So when you have something that I feel like you're passionate about, we call it something that, you know, you're really soulful about when it's your passion and your purpose, nothing can get in your way of stopping you from getting that. You may have delays, you may have, you know, low times, you may have really high times, you know, it doesn't matter. But you know, eventually I was going to get back to center and I believe everyone at some point gets back to center when they're following their purpose in terms of what they should should be doing, what they're meant to be doing. Um, this is what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be connecting with people. I'm meant to be doing that through food, um, through service, through hospitality. So yeah, the partnership that I had before was, you know, didn't, didn't end well, but that wasn't final, you know, failure is never final. And right. so, and I think for balance in terms of to be the best self that you need, you need some type of failure in your life. Not that you have to fail hard or fail completely, but you need some type of failure to be able to really know what success is and what that can look like and to learn from that. Um, and I learned from those experiences, which is why we're able to be so successful starting off with this one because I knew what we needed, the pitfalls we needed to kind of get across. And we're not perfect yet. We're still new. We're still growing. we got a brand new team. We're still doing a lot of things um, and we still need a lot of things that we have to get straight. But a lot of those pitfalls that I encountered before, I was able to cross right over those because I've already been there and done that. And now I know, okay, let's skip over that part and let's just get to this, which is good. True, true. And then you said uh, about like going in different deals before you got this. So um, I imagine like going in those deals, you got to have a business plan. So like how extensive was your business plan and like what 
and like or was it extensive at all or because you the way uh you speak you speak like you got your business plan in your head <laughs> so yeah, yeah so in your head it does help to write it and there's different ways i mean this is where you know the business background in terms of education does help you a little bit in terms of how to formalize something so there's a formal plan um there's also the quick plan which is just a quick shortened version of it a lean plan is what they call it and then there's also the plan that you always have to communicate if you need to give your pitch in your head so always have you know kind of your pitch in terms of if you ever need to talk to anyone about your concept about what you're doing in a way that's really marketable in a way that keeps people interested and knows and knows what they're doing so i knew how to describe it in terms of a way that would get people interested in a way that would connect with people because everything that we talk about um, it's not so much just talking about the food. We say, hey, the food is great, but the whole entire experience yeah. is what we're trying to bring to you. Yeah. And <clears throat> it does help to formalize your plan so that you can have things written out, especially in terms of like financials and projections. Those things aren't going to ever match up to exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. But you do want to have a plan for yourself to know kind of where you can go, um, what you should kind of expect. And you want to be pretty conservative with your judgments in terms of not thinking that you're going to just hit a home run out the park right. but also not thinking that it's going to be so horrible that you're not going to have anything you want to be somewhere in the middle of that maybe to the lower end of that to think okay what do we need just to make it break even and get by and then we can continue to do different activities to grow from there true all right and then uh about press oh sorry uh do you like have any professional service like accountants and stuff for your business or you just started out like I'm gonna get that later (laughs) so I know a lot of how to do a lot of that stuff again that comes from the business education and background the experience of having to do a lot of this before I will tell you though a lot of things these days third-party services are really easy to use in terms of just outsourcing a lot of that like outsourcing your payroll outsourcing your HR um, and things like that you know obviously there's things that you set internally as standards for yourself but to have things being managed and monitored like all I do is enter in the information for the payroll we have a clock in and clock out system I just hit a button to you know pay everybody, and that goes through, and they get True. direct deposit. So it's not like you're having to it's do things manually, 100%. So those are the aspects of our saying technology is important. I just don't think it needs to take over the entire business. Yeah. I think it's important to manage some aspects that don't make sense for me to do because I'm not a, a payroll specialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, technology can be much better at that than I am able to be and more um, accurate. Yeah. But in terms of connecting with people, serving them well, making sure you can serve them right, I feel like a machine can't do that better than we can. Right. Yeah, that's... That's what I was concerned about being a person that's like trying to start because um, I don't know how to do a lot of those things you, and it's a learning process. So, And I will tell you this and sorry to cut you off a little bit, yeah. but <clears throat> research is the biggest thing. So before I ever got into anything business wise, even outside of school, like school didn't teach me the most, you know, just researching outside of things and experience taught me a whole lot too. School formalizes it and tells you how to kind of put information together and how you should organize it. Yeah. But really just going out there and even just spending hours on the computer just researching looking up different things listening to podcasts and things like that of other people who have the experience who have been through certain things take in all that knowledge and observe write notes for yourself make sure okay let me this person said maybe i should avoid this maybe i should look at that learn from other people's mistakes and experiences as much as you can so you don't have to do it on your own obviously you want to have your own trials and tribulations to go through your i mean you're going to have your own but as much as you can minimize that by going through and learning from the experiences of others you'll be a lot better off true true and then uh Pretty much asked all these questions. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, what do you look for in an employee? Because, like you said, you you got this experience you want to present to us. So, 
So I go back. One hundred percent is a great question in terms of what we look for. So a lot of people have asked me before, you know, do we look for people with a culinary background? I actually kind of avoid that because in a lot of different culinary uh, institutions, there's a lot of bad habits being built. Like I talked about in this industry, I feel like a lot of people have lost the hospitality art. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bad environments, and people learn a lot of bad habits. I'm not saying that's every environment, but there are quite a few of them out there, and I've been in a lot of those, so yeah. I know personally about those. Where I've you know, seen just toxic, toxic cultures. Our culture, our, we focus on no, no negativity, no toxicity. I allow nothing like that. I'm very protective of our company culture because that's all we're going to have to ride us. And that's what's going to carry us. We're, you know, regardless of the food that we do or anything, it's about yeah. how we treat each other. And that's how we're going to treat other people. If we don't treat each other well, we're not going to treat any of our guests, any of our customers well. And so what I look for in people is good energy. Mm-hmm. Got to have a positive attitude. I need to see that you can smile. I need to see that you can present yourself well, that you can speak well. You don't have to cook before or know how to cook I can show you all that I can show you our system and how we do things and how how we present to people but I need to know that you have a positive attitude um, that you present yourself as a good person that you feel good about that and you feel good about yourself that you have confidence in what you can do and turn the confidence and learning that you're open to learn have a willingness to learn and just being you know open and honest I really 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 highly value honesty transparency and we have a big big part of that is our culture of high honesty high transparency at all times true yeah I can definitely bounce for that because uh, before I was doing this I was doing uh, management mm. at Taco Bell and they have a system but like they don't it's like the hospitality part is not in that system. 100%. So, yeah, I could definitely foster that. And then trying to teach the hospitality to people is so much harder. It is hard because a lot of that is just who you are. Yeah. And I can't teach you to be a good person. Yeah. You know, you've already either learned that or haven't learned that. I can't teach you to be, I can teach you how to make chicken. I can teach you how to sauce it up, how we do it. I can teach you how to, you know, clean everything else and everything, how we serve people, how we talk to people. I can teach you those things. I can't teach you to smile. Right. Right. And then, let's see. And then what what are your responsibilities as the business owner? Everything. <laughs> now, right now, it, right now, it is a lot. I do still, you know, I have my hands in everything. I'm managing everything, especially as, again. We have a new team. We've only been, you know, operating full time, which means seven days a week um, since January first, and so we have been doing the pop ups every weekend before that. So now we have our team here full time. Um, we're over a little over a month into it, so there's still a lot in terms of growth and learning. Uh-huh. What we're doing, making sure that everyone's on the same page with everything, and then not going too fast but wanting to develop people into certain roles where they can start to take off certain things so you know that's with the business with any business you got to put in a lot of work yeah you got to put in a lot of work so i'm here every day seven days a week yeah, from sun up till sundown <laughs> right yeah, and so and that's not i'm not complaining about that i'm saying that that's the standard that you have to set for yourself not ever you don't have to work like that but what you're looking to get out of it is what you put into it right right that's okay yeah and then um uh, what, does your company help out uh, with the community so far yet, or you, do you plan on doing One hundred percent. So what the one of the biggest things uh, about what we want to do, kind of our mission with Chicken Fire to tell you, we want to be people's favorite place to eat. Period. Our mission is super simple. That's our vision too. We want to be people's favorite place to eat. Part of how you, and I say favorite over best because best is subjective. You can have a list of the top ten best places right. to eat in Orlando, or eat in America, and this website will have these ten places, and the next website will have a list of a different ten places. And this year it'll be different, next year it'll be different, but your 
favorite place to eat is the same your favorite song to listen to is the same your favorite artist to support is the same your favorite place to go is the same right favorite is fact best is subjective and so I want to be people's favorite and so part of that is in terms of being the favorite place and being looked to as that is to do different things with the community to have different community partnerships and organizational partnerships and so we're all about that we have so many things in the works right now and things that we're going to be doing especially in terms of like fundraisers and things like that that we want to do just for different community partners and for different organizations and schools and things that need that and I always believe it's important to you as you're earning and getting to be giving back mm -hmm. as much as you go forth because we can have nothing and all this can end tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not giving back and being grateful for what you have at all times, then I feel like you're not 100% deserving of it. Yeah, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about uh, the effort you put in the business. You because you got to think about it, the whole, especially with hospitality industry uh, and with any business, someone's giving to you right. to do what you do. You know, we don't, I can buy all the chicken from you in the world, right. but if no one service. buys anything, yeah. if no right. one comes to get this experience, if no one's paying for it, then you know we're not gonna be doing it very long. True, true, true. And then uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, did who did you look for advice or mentorship, or did you at all? So no one's particular person, no. Um, I don't have like a particular person who's just like that singular mentor who's like guided me along the way. Learn from your experiences, but also we live, that's one of the things where technology is great for. We live in an age where all the information, whoever you want to learn from is at your fingertips. So I don't need to have a direct mentorship with ex, you know, head business person. I can listen to all their podcasts. I can read their books. I can listen to all their information. I did a lot of that books reading, uh, podcasts, listening, audio books. If you, you know, audio books, I listen to that at crazy speed, like two and a half times speed so I can whip through those things. And you can absorb so much knowledge and information without having to directly talk to someone. And sometimes you might learn more that they revealed in this and they revealed in that than they may have in a 30 minute conversation if you want some month or something right. like that. So I don't think you have to necessarily, I don't think a mentor is a bad thing. If you can have that relationship, if you can find someone that can help you and guide you. Um, I just wasn't in the positions where I had that connection and had the time to find someone who was going through the exact vein that I wanted to go through that I had that direct connection to that could def that had the time. A lot of the people that are doing things similar to what I wanted to be doing don't have any time, yeah. you know, or they have time, but they're allocating that to their team, right. to their people, and other things that they have. And so, I can learn from them by the things that they, the information that they've generously put out there. Mm -hmm. And then that way, that's why I love doing things like this, so I can pass any information that I've garnered off onto other people too. Definitely. And then, uh, yeah, here's a good one. What? characteristics or skills are most important for startup leaders honesty with in transparency with yourself uh -huh. you know with whoever's supporting you significant others family friends people that are coming to work with you people that you're talking with I think that's the biggest thing um, authenticity uh -huh. being real as what you know keeping it 100 at all times and yeah. in different formats like <clears throat> exaggerating or lying to yourself is only going to hurt you or hurt other people in the long run and you know yeah. business is in about substance it's real you have to have something there you have to have things there and you have to be able to prove that to yourself and to others because you know if there's no money coming at the end of the day and you can't pay your bills and things aren't going to keep operating right and so authenticity honesty transparency integrity being a man of your word especially if you work with suppliers and things like that be a man of your word, be a woman of your word, 
be true to your people and the people that you work with and they'll be good to you like there's been many times that you guys have helped us out in a pinch and things like that and when we've needed something but I believe that's only because we've tried to maintain and establish a good relationship and haven't tried to burn you guys haven't tried to miss out on any bills so honesty authenticity uh, transparency integrity to me those are you know some of the you know, some of the best things and then I think in terms of that being hospitable you know hospitality yeah, in general just take trying to take care of people that come into your environment at all times and just having that good energy positivity putting that forth putting that out there because without positivity a healthy positivity and optimism and not again balance it with realism but you got to be positive and optimistic you got to believe in what you're doing vehemently believe in what you're doing and that nobody can stop you and that you can get there and that as long as you have the right support and the right systems and the right uh, things in place that you will get to where you need to go and then obviously if anything's not in place you'll just work to make sure that's in place so you can keep going right right okay and then um let's see and yeah since like you were saying entrepreneurship can be tough like you saying you got to be up here sun up and sun down because mm-hmm. you you're the captain of the ship <laughs> so how do you stay focused and uh, moving forward and making progress got to have a mission and vision and a goal in mind. I know what we want to be and I know what this can grow to be. I know that we want to be people's favorite and I know that if we become people's favorite, I know what that can mean for us and I know that at the end of the day, <clears throat> yes, I might be the captain of the ship, but the crew is more important than me. Uh-huh. And so I have to do this now. That's why I'm here so I'm the sundown. There's days where I'm tired. There's days where it hits me and I'm not feeling as physically great as I once was and where you know I can feel it in the back or in the legs or whatever the case is or the knees and I'm like man I've really been standing for you know 16 hours a day every day <clears throat> or more but the fact is that I know that I have this person that they're counting on me to make sure I'm here every day so that they can provide for them and theirs that I have my own my family I have a daughter and I have a wife I have to make sure that they get what they need I have other people who have put into this um, that believe in this that I have to make sure that I carry this out and make sure I'm doing what I need to do every single day so that they're supported. And so you have to always realize with entrepreneurship that even if you start out for yourself, it's more than you. Because a lot of people say, I want to work for a business for myself. You never work for yourself. To be honest, you never work for yourself. You're always working for someone else. Even if it's just working to support someone else, you're always working for something else. Yeah. And so just have that mission, that goal, that dream, that vision of mine. If you know what it can be, you believe what it can be, and you're putting it out there, and you've got a great concept that you've come up with for whatever your business is, and you're always structuring that, you're always working on that, always trying to get a little bit better every single day, that's what's going to keep you going forward. That's what keeps me going forward, because I know this is what this will be, and I know i got to work every day to make sure that that happens until we get there. Okay, so with that being said, what's the road ahead look like for the company? The road ahead is uh, a lot of exciting things is what I'm going to how I kind of structure that. So, you know, obviously right now we have this residency at a la carte where we're here operating every day out of our, uh, we have a brand new food trailer that we were really fortunate to be able to get um, and graduate from our older trailer, which was really small. And, you know, now we can really produce and pump out at a higher volume. So the future looks like uh, a lot of things coming on board, expanding our menu a little bit. We've got a chicken sandwich that we're going to be releasing okay, this man. month, oh, yeah, uh, month of February. So that's coming up. Yeah, it's right a good too. time for chicken sandwiches. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got a really, really good one. Um, so that's been something that we're looking forward to releasing. We got some really cool collaborations with some other uh, head chefs, popular chefs of different restaurants in the Orlando community. So we got some exciting things coming up, some really cool collaborations that we're doing. And in terms of just growth for the future down the road, at the end of the year, we're going to be opening up a, right now, it'll be a, our second location. Um, 
in the food factory, which is a big food hall that's coming to Oviedo at Oviedo on the park. And so we'll be opening up a little micro restaurant, Chicken Fire, in there and their food hall. And so that's going to be really exciting to kind of grow to that point. So there's a lot of work to be done between now and in the end of the year when that'll be happening. But like I said, it's really exciting. That's the road ahead. And then as much as we can do after that, because again, Chicken Fire is a vehicle because we want to communicate that hospitality and we're not going to stop until we become the favorite and until we show people that this is the standard for hospitality and that we want people to look to us for that. True, true. Okay, so let's see. What? I mean, that's about it for the questions I had. What, uh, what can my listeners and me do to help you reach your mission? Of course, we're going to come eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come eat, come get a meal. Let us fill your heart and your soul with our food. But more than that, you know, you want to do the normal things like follow on Instagram or Facebook at Eat Chicken Fire. That's great. Everything like that supports. The biggest thing for me is, though, is that take anything from this, just something for listeners for themselves in the future. What I can advocate for anyone and everyone to do is to do what's soulful to you. And by again, by what I mean by soulful, find your, what you're passionate about. Find where that also intersects with what you feel your purpose is, or what your purpose can be in life and follow that follow that let that be your north star follow that in life do what's passionate for you do what's purposeful for you be soulful okay okay so yeah that's about all the questions i had uh, i think this was a great interview what do you think i loved it man yeah. i had a great time right, hey, felt like an hour but it was only 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah yeah and you were saying a lot of good stuff so hope everybody uh received that message I definitely will. Uh, it's definitely along the stuff that I've been talking about uh, as far as like doing better with my life and my budget and just all that type of stuff. So hope everybody received all those messages. Uh, like I said, like you said, follow him at Chicken Fire, um, basically all the platforms. <laughs> uh, y'all can find me at Univer Cole, uh, U-N-I-V-E-R, uh, C-O-L-E Univer Cole uh, Like, share, and subscribe I'm still waiting on some of the listeners To hit me back with some feedback That would be nice to see But I noticed A lot more listeners have been So that's good to see Just wanted to see the progress 100%. Yeah, but I appreciate everybody that's listening uh, Yeah, that's it Thank y'all Vibe out real quick <laughs>